Welcome to the latest episode of APPA's Public Power Now podcast. I'm Paul Champoli, APPA's News Director. The Environmental Protection Agency on December 8th provided draft guidance that clarifies how a Supreme Court decision should be applied under the Clean Water Act National Pollutant Discharge Elimination System Permit Program. Here to discuss EPA's action is Carolyn Slaughter, APPA's Director of Environmental Policy. Carolyn, thanks for joining us. My pleasure. So just to start things off, Carolyn, could you talk about the significance of the EPA's action as it relates to public power utilities? Absolutely. Um, So on December 8th, uh, as you'd indicated, EPA issued its guidance um, regarding uh, the County of Maui versus the Hawaii Wildlife Fund. Uh, The significance of the guidance that was issued um, largely really stressed how the County of Maui decision out of the Supreme Court um, would fundamentally change permitting under the Clean Water Act. And while the guidance explained how permit writers may consider system design and performance in assessing the functional equivalency test that the Supreme Court developed, um, this guidance really is significant in the fact that it kind of gives um, stakeholders an understanding of how the guidance could be potentially be interpreted. Okay, great. Um, so uh, if somebody's not familiar with the you know, kind of procedural and Um, regulatory and legal history um, behind um, what led up to the EPA um, news earlier this month. Could you kind of give an overview of the key milestones leading up to the draft guidance? Sure. Um, This regulatory and legislative history and and, um, legal history is quite convoluted, so I'll try to um, hone in on really the seminal case in this issue. And as I mentioned earlier, it's it's a decision out of the Supreme Court on April the 23rd of 2020 um, entitled the County of Maui via uh, Hawaii Wildlife Fund. And the Supreme Court, in a much anticipated ruling, determined that the Clean Water Act requires um, a facility to, to obtain an NPDES permit can only apply to releases of pollutants that reach surface waters through groundwater. Um, In the Maui case, uh, this was significant because for the first time, an indirect addition of pollutants to a surface water would require an NPDES permit when it is functionally equivalent of a direct discharge. And this functional equivalent test would require EPA, the court, and the litigants to kind of work over uh, and develop precisely how indirect additions would require an NPDES permit. So it was quite precedential in that finding. Writing for the court's majority, Justice Breyer identified seven non-exclusive factors like transit time and distance that a pollutant would travel as relevant in determining whether a release is functionally equivalent of a direct discharge. So according to the court, um, the functional equivalent Seven factors for evaluation included, as I said, transit time, distance traveled, the nature of the material through which the pollutant traveled, the extent to which the pollutant is diluted or chemically changed as it travels, the amount of pollutant entering the navigable water relative to the amount of pollutant that leaves the point source, the manner or by area in which the pollutant enters the navigable water, and then the seventh factor is the degree to which the pollutant has maintained its specific identity. So having provided these broad factors, the court then invited EPA and the other courts and the lower courts to really figure out how the test is going to be applied. And so this guidance is EPA's attempt under this current administration to uh, 
that are bound that test. And so the guidance wants to clarify the Maui decision. EPA explains that releases to groundwater near surface waters don't necessarily require an NPDES permit. Um, however, one might be needed if the pollutant reaches the jurisdictional water in a manner that is functionally equivalent to a direct discharge. So the memo um, offers some insight potentially into how to apply those seven factors and then goes on to add an eighth factor for consideration. Um, so the eighth functional equivalent factor, if you will, is really looking at design and the performance of the facility and a system that releases these pollutants. This new factor adds entirely new comp components to the Maui test. Um, the guidance notes specifically how certain systems like settling ponds or green infrastructure may slow the transit time through groundwater to abate potential discharges to surface waters. So these effects um, could implicate or really limit the number of NPDES permits that would potentially be issued. Great. Thanks, Carolyn. Um, so could you talk a little bit more about what role APPA uh, had played in terms of providing input to EPA on this issue prior to the draft guidance? Sure. Um, well, in 2018, uh, this was prior to the court's decision in the County of Maui case, EPA issued a notice seeking comment on whether pollutants that are discharges from point sources that reach jurisdictional waters via groundwater or other subsurface flows would really have a direct hydrologic connection to the jurisdictional water that would be subject to Clean Water Act regulation. So APPA submitted a set of comments really in response to that question. And we noted in our comments that the Clean Water Act is one of the most successful environmental statutes in the nation's history and that public power utilities continue to partner with their states to successfully implement uh, state and federal programs. But we believe really that the pollutants that are discharged from point sources that reach navigable waters or jurisdictional waters via groundwater are already well regulated under other provisions of the Clean Water Act and other federal environmental statutes, state laws. And these are all in accordance with Congression, Congress's intent so to that end, um, we made the recommendation that EPA really should um, look at this question and provide a clear statement confirming that the introduction of pollutants into navigable waters via groundwater really is not um, subject to Clean Water Act under sections 301 and 402. So what happens next now that the draft guidance has been issued? Well, it is draft guidance, and EPA promulgated a rulemaking um, earlier this year that would require all guidance go through public comment and notice. So the guidance was published in the Federal Register on uh, December the 10th, which began a 30-day comment period. So comments will be due January 11th of 2021. But with the incoming Biden administration, um, it's highly unlikely that this new leadership team will um, adopt the prior administration's guidance. And so we might be looking at really a new set of priorities from the Biden administration with relationship to how to implement the County of Maui decision. Okay, great. Well, thanks again for your time, Carolyn. This has been a very informative conversation. Uh, I think you did a great job in terms of putting in layman terms, uh, obviously a very uh, technical and uh, high-level, uh, very complicated subject. So thanks again for your, for your time. 
I appreciate it. And just a quick note that we'll be taking a break for the holidays, so the next Public Power Now podcast will be released in uh, January. <laughs>